Today, we're going to break away from our series on acts and spiritual practices to share with you what happened last Saturday when nearly half the church zoomed in to the prayer breakfast and the presence of the Holy Spirit fell on us. The prayer meeting went from a spark to a flame. We watched a video that was filmed for Spring Harvest earlier this year. Then we waited on the Lord and He spoke powerfully and prophetically to us. We don't want you to miss out on what we feel God is saying to us. So we are going to show you the video now and thereafter give you some of our feedback. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm Anne Calver. I'm a Baptist minister in North London. I'm also on the Spring Harvest planning team, which is a real privilege to be part of the team. I want to speak to you just for a short while this morning about tents. And I think the Lord has been really speaking to me and to a number of us about tents recently. I don't know if you know the story of Reinhard Bonnke and the ministry that he did in Africa. It is truly remarkable the way that the power of God came and used that man in a miraculous way. And one of the stories is this, that he built a tent that took four years to construct thousands and, and thousands of dollars to put together. And that tent was able to seat 34,000 people. And what they saw over a couple of months of ministry was many, many thousands of people getting saved, getting set free from addictions, getting released from demonic oppression and coming to the Lord in their droves. And many churches were planted as a result of the ministry that Reinhardt did in that tent that tent that seated 34,000 people. But then something happened. Something happened just a couple of months into the ministry where many, many had been reached with the gospel. Suddenly a freak storm came and hit Cape Town and hit the area. And the storm ripped the tent that Reinhardt had built with his companions. It ripped the, sh the tent to shreds. The lighting fell down and there was no bit of canvas left. It just collapsed to the ground. It was completely destroyed. The pillars were knocked down and the building fell, fell apart. And in that moment they were like, what on earth has happened? Why has the tent that we believed God had called us to build, because we believe the Lord wants to save Africa and we believe this was the way, why has the tent fallen down? Why God has this happened? What do we do now? And they began to pray like they'd never prayed before. And they began to petition the heavens for a way forward through the crisis. And Reinhardt said, no, we're not going to quit. We're not going to quit here. No, we're not going to um, agree with Satan and backtrack and, and back off from the work that God has called us to do in Africa. Instead, we're going to seek the Lord's face and hear his word into this situation. The Lord spoke really clearly to one of the team and the Lord said, my glory will be the canopy. My glory will be 
the canopy and that the team felt that this was a word from the Lord. They, they believed in their hearts. They held on to it in faith and thought, you know what? We may not have a canvas covering, but we have his glory as our covering and he will do what only he can do through the ministry that we will do. And so they, they took that as a word of faith. And instead of rebuilding the tent, they continued to believe that their next mission was going to go ahead. They were anxious about that because there was bad weather, because it was winter time, and the next scheduled mission to take place was going to be in really bad weather conditions. What was incredible was that the, the wind stopped and the rain stopped just before they gathered the people again. And something incredible happened. They had a foundation still in the same area where the tent had been. They had enough sound to project the preacher's voices. They had enough of what they actually really needed to gather the people and proclaim the gospel. And the people began to come in droves. And in thousands, they began to come to this spot. And what happened was there were no longer 34,000 people seated in a tent. There were suddenly 50,000 and then 70,000. And, and thousands upon thousands were getting impacted with the gospel. And instead of them doing a gospel call to the front of the tent, instead of them saying, come and line up for healing, the Holy Spirit was just falling on people all over the ground and people were just getting filled with the power of God, falling to their knees, getting healed and liberated and getting saved. God did something incredible. His glory came and fell and it came in, a, in an unexpected, unplanned way, in a way where he said, you know what, the world might say you need a tent. But I say a different message. I say you just need to gather the people and I will do the rest. You just need to speak my word. You just need to act in obedience and I will come. Someone sent me um, that story after we'd um, well, no, sorry, it was in the beginning, like as we were asking the Lord what he wanted to do um, with Spring Harvest this year, when we were in a position where where Butlins um, wasn't able to be opened and, and the team were going, what are we going to do? And we had such a short space of time to turn things around, to do something different. And it was like, what should we do? And someone sent me this story and I just thought, you know what? God is so much bigger than us. God is so much more able to move than us. And we may not have had butlins, but you know what? The reach that we would normally have of 20,000 people expanded to 97 countries across the world. And people who would never have heard the gospel heard the gospel. And people who would never have been impacted were impacted. And you know what? I don't say that to big us up as a team and to say, look what we did, because it wasn't us. It was the spirit of the Lord God Almighty. And he took down the walls of the tent. He took down the structures and he blew into the space and did something remarkable. You know, I don't believe that this is just a word for Reinhardt and for his team or for Spring Harvest 
and their team. I believe that this is a word of God to the church, to the whole church, the United Kingdom, because I believe that God's building a different tent to the one that we've seen before. And he's saying, my children, don't depend on buildings because I've moved you out of the building and don't retreat to what it looked like before because there's a new space that I want you to occupy. And I am taking you and moving you out wider and wider. Isaiah 54 and verse 2, I'm sure many of you know it well, says this, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle in their desolate cities. It goes on. And honestly, if you've got time to dig into Isaiah 54, I would so encourage you. These words are incredible because it goes on to say, do not be afraid. And I believe that God is doing this. He's enlarging the place of our tent. He's, he's calling the church to stretch out wider, to stretch into new territory. And he's saying, guys, I'm going to give you everything that you need. You know, the tent of meeting that we see the Israelites use and, and in was a portable earthly dwelling place of God. And it was used by the children of God um, from the Exodus until the conquest of Canaan. It was portable, it was malleable. Until after 440 years, the temple was built by Solomon in Jerusalem and it superseded the tent as the dwelling place of God. And I just wonder whether in some way, and I just put this out to you, that we are being called back to a tent-like movement. Whether the new wineskin that the Lord is building is no longer an earthly physical temple. And you know what happened was actually that when the, the Holy Spirit came at Pentecost, it was it was the disciples. It was a movement of people. It wasn't that the Holy Spirit fell in the synagogues. The Holy Spirit fell on the people. They became the living stones, the living building, the living church, active and malleable and movable in God's hand. And they began to move out. Yes, they went into the temples to declare Jesus as the Messiah but they went out, they went to the Jews, they went to the Gentiles and the gospel began to spread to the rest of the world. Could it be that in some ways we've retreated back to the temple in the generations that have just gone? Could it be that actually we've moved back into an old way and an old method and said, we need this building in order to do the X, Y and Z. And God's saying, that's fine. But guys, you've forgotten the mission that I've laid on your heart. You've forgotten that I've called you to make disciples to the rest of the world, to go, to be sent. And what I love is that the Ark of the Covenant, the presence of God, went with the people of God. They carried the ark, they put up the tents and his presence filled, filled the space where they were. God says right now, I'm filling you 
every one of you with my Holy Spirit. You are my church. And I want you, my church, to push in. This is what I believe he's saying. And push out. Push in with me and push out into the communities that you find yourself in. And I just I just encourage you, and, and I think we're really challenged as a church, not to be thinking, when will we get back to the building and what will that look like? But actually, how do we use this, the new space in the way that God's calling us to? How do we take the online space? How do we take uh, the opportunities with our next door neighbours? How do we take the opportunities that lie right in front of us to carry the gospel to the lost, to the people? Because he's coming with his glory on every single one of us and empowering every one of us as a new tent to move out into new territory. You know, what God is doing right now cannot be contained. I believe that with all my heart. I've, I've read many testimonies, many prophetic words, and I believe that the Lord God is doing something in the United Kingdom. And what he's doing by his spirit cannot be contained in an old wineskin, in, an, in the buildings that we build. And it's not that he's not going to still use them, because I'm certain that he still will. But he's saying there's new territory that I want you to take. All I'm asking is that you do is pray and press in and press out. And I'm asking, just we're asking as a team, what are the creative ways, Lord, that we can bring your gospel to the people? And, you know, it might just be that we begin to see something that we've never seen before. You know, it was ordered and it was structured and it was planned and it was contained when Reinhardt had his tent. It was ordered, it was planned, it was structured and it was contained at Butlins. You know, it was ordered, it was structured, it was contained and it was planned in our church here in Stanmore. And yet everything that's happened so far in 2020, I couldn't put any of those words to what is going on. It is messy. New wine is messy. And that's okay. Because if it's the new wine of the kingdom, it's going to birth something beautiful. I just want to finish by talking to you. I, I lit the fire pit the other night and when I was lighting the fire pit my my kind of I got my tongs in to move the wood around you know the weather's been beautiful hasn't it and as I began to move the wood in the fire pit I felt the Lord say to me no Anne leave the wood as it is and watch it burn and I was like oh okay Lord and I sort of sat back for a couple of minutes and watched it happen and I felt him saying to me and when it needs more wood I'll tell you to put it on but don't manipulate or plan or try and make sense of what I'm doing just let it burn let it happen and trust me in it all you need to do is seek my face listen listen to what I'm saying watch what I'm doing and obediently step in to the fullness of that. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. 
And Lord, we thank you that you're moving in power in our land. And we thank you that you're moving in the world right now. And we thank you that by your Holy Spirit, you are taking down walls and that you are invading new territory with your power. And Father, we just surrender to you and say, come and have your way. Lord, we choose to enlarge the place of our tents. We want to stretch out wider. We don't want to go back to being a church contained, but to, to be part of seeing a vessel created that it involves everything of the kingdom that you want to pour out so we submit to you we surrender to you and we pray God that you'd enable us to trust you father to go to borders that that we've maybe never seen to go into land that we've ne maybe never trod into God help us to trust you and to step anyway and we ask this in Jesus name for your glory amen amen God bless you all. This is what we feel God is saying to us through this message. We are to seek the Lord's face for what we must do in this new normal. His promise to us is, my glory will be your covering. God is building a new tent. It is not about going back to the old buildings or structures. He is doing a new thing. Isaiah 54 and verse 2 says, Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes. He's enlarging the place of our tent, calling us to go wider. He's calling us into new territory and he is going to give us everything we need. We are being called to a new tent, a new wineskin. Have we, as the church, retreated back to an old way and forgotten the mission to go and make disciples? God is calling each and every one of us with his Holy Spirit. He wants us, his church, to push in with him. We call this encountering God and push out into the communities where we find ourselves. We call this encountering people. The question isn't when will we get back into the building? But rather, how do we use the new space God is calling us into, the online space and the opportunities to share the good news with our neighbours? He is calling each one of us to be a new tent, to move out into new territory by the power of His, His Holy Spirit. This move of the Spirit cannot be contained in an old wineskin. It is new territory. Pray, press in, press out. What are the creative ways that we can bring the good news to others? God is birthing something beautiful, but it is messy. We are to let it happen, watch it burn, trust him and not manipulate it. He says all we need to do is seek his face, listen, watch what he is doing and obediently step in. We wanted to act in obedience to what we'd heard. So we waited on the Lord, asking, what is the Holy Spirit inviting us into? What is my place? What can we dream? These are some of the things we felt the Lord was saying to us. There will be a radical increase in the birth rate of new believers with no effort on our part. That's why we need to extend the tent and make sure that the stakes the existing members are strong to support the new growth.
We must be equipping and encouraging the church to prepare them for this. We need to tap into the power of the supernatural weapon of prayer. We need to pray with authority, but also ask. We need to be asking for wisdom and knowledge. We are to leave things alone and to stop planning. We are to listen and wait for God to say what we need to do. There was a word about blacksmiths. For the blacksmith to shape the metal, it has to be put into the fire several times for it to become malleable enough for him to shape it into what he wants it to be. When we are hot for God, he can do something with us. We are refined in the fire and the impurities are removed and we become pure. The Lord is saying, behold, I am doing a new thing. Can you not see it? Can you not perceive it? He is doing it now, and now it springs forth. He is even making a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert, which comes from Isaiah 43, verse 19. I believe behold is a key word for us now. We are to stop, pay attention, turn aside, and discern what God is doing. There is great opposition in the heavenlies to what God is planning and purposing, but he is training us for battle. We are to be warriors, fighting in faith and prayer and perseverance. We are to pray, pray like we have never prayed before, and then wait. We are to pray for what God wants to his church to be doing in the community. We are to make time each day to intentionally be in God's presence. We are to make disciples who make disciples. We also need to be intentional about building the relationships that we have developed with our neighbours during this time. Can we do church outside the building where people don't realise that it is church? This is a summary of what we felt God was saying to us at the prayer breakfast. Now we invite you to spend five minutes waiting on the Holy Spirit, breaking bread and asking him to speak to you about taking your place in new and creative ways as he enlarges our tent. Don't be afraid to dream. Let the Spirit lead you. Please write down what you sense the Lord is saying to you. Come, Holy Spirit. <laughs>